<laughs> and now he's dead. <laughs> they have no idea what we're laughing about. Like, I've already started recording. <laughs> Cold open. Fuck it. Yep, yep, yep. Here we go. Let's try that again. You know where you are? You're in the Guns and Radio Podcast, baby! You're gonna die! Welcome to another episode of the Guns Radio Podcast. As always, I'm Chris Caputo, and joined my partner in perfect crime, Dustin Bones. What's up? (laughs) A little technical difficulties as we were getting started today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking, oh my gosh. Always something here. Uh, Always something every week. That's that's all staying in the edit. Yep. They're going to come in like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? Yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck it, we do it live, you know. <laughs> like Bill O'Reilly, we do it live. Yep. <laughs> Get your shit together. So yeah, man, we've got a fun show for you guys today. I did not lay out a format, uh, which I probably should have done. So we're just gonna make it up as we go. Today we're gonna be checking out the Seeker, a song that Axel Rose written, uh, writ wrote, and. Uh, <laughs> Graciously allowed the Who to record in the '60s. Was it the '60s that the song came? 1970, to be exact. Oh, okay. So, so, you know what? That's plausible then, even if it's total bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that and more coming up in just a few minutes. We'll be right back in 30 seconds. Give us 30 seconds. We'll be right back. So I'm looking forward to this one in a way. I don't like this song, but. Yeah. Sometimes that makes a good episode. Wow. Yeah, you could say that. Sometimes the worst stuff makes some, some good shit. So. Yeah, yeah. So we thank you guys for sticking here, sticking in with us on this one, and uh, and just trusting us that uh, that we're gonna have a good show tonight. Because oh, yeah. uh, I mean, I mean, isn't that all about trust yeah. and shit? Trust and. <laughs> Oh man! But before we get started here, uh, Chris Caputo here has a couple of things he wants to tell you guys about. Yeah. So, well, first off, we'll plug the socials first. So, if you're on Twitter or Instagram, you can follow us at Guns and Radio Pod. That's Guns, the letter N, Radio Pod. It's all one word. Um, we're 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 getting pretty big on Instagram. Slowly but surely, we got all these other people tagging us in photos. Like, we got a few other people. I'm gonna. Sh- out after so a couple people I promised shout outs to get them in a couple minutes so be patient we're getting to it we're getting to it yes so yeah follow us there we're gonna be posting polls all sorts of content throwback content um just clips from the podcast and all that stuff and uh, let's get into the shout outs the final shout outs of 2019 at least for this podcast just oh, a few yeah. people on Instagram. I'm gonna shout out real quick. Username Gem Bomb C. Big What's fan up? of the show. One of our first European fans, actually. So thank All you. All right. What's up, Jim? What's let's up? What's up? A, let's give him the applause. Damn, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. Continuing on, I'm 
don't know if you uh, yeah, saw I posted like a meme on uh, on our Instagram actually at Guns and Radio Pod. Follow us, please. The uh, I don't know if you probably saw this, Dustin, the Willy Wonka one, where it's like, oh, you know Guns and Roses. Uh, name some <laughs> other band members other than Slash and Axel. Yeah. And then like these two guys. One guy actually. Uh, shout out to Luis Octavios. He basically posted every single one in about twenty different comments. So I'm like, that's pure dedication. I'll give you a shout out for that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you gotta appreciate that. And shout out to uh, Dave underscore Mala. He got some of the old school members. He mentioned like Oli by by uh, Oli by what are the fuck you pronounce his last name? I have uh, no idea. Gardner and Tracy Gunn. He mentioned like the very old members. So I'm like, I'll give you a shout out for that. Respect to you, brother. Round of applause. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And then uh, I say a quick shout out to uh, um, Axel Rose underscore two thousands. We've been in sort of like a tagging war. Like uh, they've been tagging us in all a bunch of their posts. We've been tagging them in some of our memes and stuff. So oh, we got yeah, a sort of like a mutual thing going on. Yeah, yeah, good guy, good guy there. So a round of applause for him. Oh, wait, there we go. Sometimes the sound effects want to give me a problem. Yeah, time. it's all good. Fuck it, you gotta do it live sometimes. Bring some real sound effects. Fuck that shit. Make your own. Damn right. And just one more last shout-out, since it is the final episode of 2019. Uh, I just want to give a big shout-out to um, all our guests that have come on so far. You know, shout-out to Dan from What the Famicom, our now third man, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah, um, he'll be back. Shout-out. Yeah, he'll be back for sure a lot of times in the next year, so so definitely keep your eye on him. Uh, shout-out to Brando again from AFD for coming on here, for having us on his podcast if you haven't checked that out you're sleeping under a fucking rock obviously episode yeah, 158 right. and then even shout out to recently as of the beginning of this month we had uh, chris from pot of thunder thank you to him like that's awesome and oh, just, yeah. we've been getting a lot of love from a lot of these people it's just crazy like i i just i like shot my shot just like whatever i'll just send him a message on twitter or some shit and i didn't expect like these people to be like oh yeah totally like we'll set up something we've and my like, people really are so been... open man We've really been accepted by the community in a way that I didn't really expect, to be honest. I agree. Like, I thought it could be a lot harder to get even, like, certain people on the show. Like, I thought it was going to be us two for, like, a good 50 episodes. But, like, really early on, we've gotten, like, even though it was, like, two th- or, like, three guests, whatever, like, we still got, like, a lot of a lot of eyeballs on us, which is good. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, big round of applause to all of those guys, too. Because I can tell you, I, I know you're grateful for them coming on, and uh, I'm grateful for them coming on, and we're grateful to you guys that are part of the GNR online community that are listening to us in the first place. Because when you really think about it, this is not a podcast format that really should work, but it really, it has though. Yeah, it is. It, it does. It has. We've got a few like fans, we friends, you know, all these people. It's great. Just the support we're getting, and that's been that's been phenomenal. Because it's always you, you see a lot of the same people that show us the support nonstop, and that to me is really cool to have uh, a core group of people that we interact with. I, I've personally enjoyed the that aspect of it, just being able to interact with folks. And I know that in 2020, we talked about opening up our guests to uh, friends of the show 
who uh, mm-hmm. just want to come on and uh, do an episode with us. Yeah, man. Um, this is this is a podcast. We are just two hardcore, diehard Junior fans who just wanted to talk about the music that we love the most, man. So you know. Oh, who could that be? Let's see here. The IRS, the FBI. Hang on, we got to do it this way. Beep. Uh, yeah, Mr. Capoto, uh, this is uh, the pharmacist over on 14th Street. Uh, you've got the cream for that rash that you've been uh, calling us about. Uh, it finally came into stock. I know when you came in the other day, you were itching and you were scratching pretty hard. It looked like a pretty big emergency there. So you might want to come get this cream here. Uh, and, and, and please, before you come in, try to wash your hands. We would really appreciate it. Right. I'll see you down at the pharmacy. <laughs> that would have been a perfect plug for like the, the random product bit that we would do. That would have been perfect. Just, oh, my God. Oh, man. I could not draw attention to it because your phone is so old school that it's funny, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my basement right now recording this. And, like, I still have one of those old, uh, like, attached little wall phones. <laughs> oh, like, man. You could probably sell that in an antique store. Yeah, maybe. Ten bucks. It took me for the first minute. The first time I heard it, my instinct was to look around at the walls. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's my favorite thing that's happened so far today. <laughs> Happy accidents. Well, with that, are you ready to go back into history? Not really. Or do you want to do the yeah, random bit of the day it. first? Actually, are you... Since we did mention a couple minutes ago, why don't we throw a random bit on? Okay, let's do the random bit of the day. Come on, let's go. Work, you son of a bitch. Random fact of the day. The random fact of the day. All right, let's hear this one. Uh, Let me find the cue card here. Random fact of the day. Green Eggs and Ham was banned in China from 1965 to 1991 for its portrayal of early Marxism. Okay. <laughs> How is the book Green Eggs and Ham Marxism? Because he makes a decision that he doesn't want your fucking gross eggs? Yeah, because if we democracy, never fucking be Chinese democracy. Boom. <laughs> Uh, I think is Chinese democracy still banned? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Hmm. Well, there you go. Random bit of the day. That's interesting. Yeah, Wanna do one more? Yeah, sure. Let's see what else China fucking bans besides the internet. <laughs> okay, another short one. That's good. Alright. True or false? And we still never, I never did tell you what the secret word was in the last episode, and that episode hasn't aired yet. Yeah, what? Wow. And then I didn't change the cue card. So, yeah, we're going to, we're going to keep the secret word going for this episode. If you listened last time, you know what it is. Yeah, you actually reminded me of that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd forgot about it, so I may have already lost. True or false? All right, Caputo, you ready? 
I'm ready. Shoot. In the TV show Seinfeld, Kramer's first name is Cosmo. That's true. True. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I was going to say, I know some Seinfeld. No, Let's give know. him a round of applause. All right, we'll put those away. We did maybe two since season finale here. Yeah, I was going to say, I may be a millennial, but I'm not that fucking stupid when it comes to good TV shows. <laughs> I was more of a, what shows did I watch? I did watch Seinfeld back in the day. I've seen most of it, yeah. Um, I used to watch Frasier. Eh, it was iffy. Eh, yeah. It was dry. Very dry. Very. <laughs> like, it was nothing like Cheers. <laughs> Cheers was so much better. Uh, what else did Cheers was dope. Everybody else was watching Friends, but I never got into that show. It's all right. Like, it's funny. Like, I actually finally went through all 10 seasons of it because it was on Netflix. I said, fuck it. But it's just like, oh, like, these characters never fucking, like, have a change of their own character. They never evolve past what they were, like, from episode one. Where it's like, oh, we're going to go change him this way. And then they're like, oh, it's back to normal. Like they did with uh, Joey, whatever. It's like, oh, maybe he can actually love someone. Oh, no, he's still a womanizer. (laughs) Um, Like, what the fuck? The only thing I I start I watched a few episodes. It kind of made me uh, a few weeks ago when we did black leather and I played the the Ross is wearing leather pants bit at the front. <laughs> that was uh, a good it clip. made me <laughs> it made me think about it and uh, uh, so I watched a few episodes then, but I'd never seen it from the beginning, so I didn't know the setup or the story. Yeah, it's it made like a it a little weird. made it a yeah. little better though. Yeah, I'll give it that much. I'd agree. All right, strap on your helmets. Let's go back in time. You gotta go back into history. All right, so today's December thirtieth, two thousand and nineteen, <laughs> and on this day in rock and roll history, in nineteen sixty seven. Hello Goodbye becomes the Beatles' 15th 15th number one hit. I Am a Walrus also reached number 56 that week, and uh, which was the lowest charted B-side of uh, Beatles' number one single. I just don't get the Beatles, man. I've never heard that song, so... (laughs) Me neither. I'm not a Beatles fan. Like, I tried to get into them, but I just... I just don't like it. I think it's the most overrated hunk of shit. I just don't get it. Maybe back then when music sucked, when all you had to listen to was Johnny Cash. But. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Maybe and rock and roll was uh, just people with pianos and those tall microphones. Like, I didn't sing out a rock and roll song. I don't know. Yeah, like very rockabilly. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe had I grown up in the time. Yeah, it probably would have been different. And not four generations later. Yeah. It might have been different. In 1968, Peter Tork quit the monkeys, buying himself out of his contract for $160,000, which left him completely broke. Well, that was fucking stupid. Jeez. That was fucking stupid. 
why would you join a band, get rich, then take your money, all of it, to buy yourself out of the band and be broke again? I mean, yeah, they are part of like a second-rate Beatles, but like it's still a band. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'd love to have been part of a second-rate Beatles in 1968. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. That's the only song I know of theirs. That's more than I did, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I'm sorry to tell you uh, Pete but that was fucking dumb I, I, <laughs> in 1970 Elvis Presley toured FBI headquarters in Washington D.C. he requests and is given a permit to carry a gun in every state <laughs> it's good to be the king shit. holy shit the U.S. Immigration Service reverses its decision to bar the sex pistols from entering the United States. Wow. This is back when rock and roll was still the devil. I was going to say, take that, Junior. The sex pistols were the most dangerous band in the world. I know. They got banned. And not from some shitty country like China, either. They got banned from fucking the United States. Yeah. Didn't they only make, like, one album? Yeah. They like, I think, like, one or two albums. And then, like, Sid Vicious died. And it's like, well, that oh, sucks. A- Don't they have a song on Spaghetti Incident? Well, it definitely wasn't Anarchy in the UK, because like, everyone's freaking covered that damn song. <laughs> Who was it that talked about that? Uh, that, was, that was Chris uh, uh, from Pot of Thunder. He talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, the Molly Crew cover of it, which was god-awful. Speaking of awful Molly Crew covers, I don't know if you're the Like a Virgin one, but that one is... Uh, what is deaf to my ears yes so okay pause this whole segment we're putting the brakes on this thing holy shit what <laughs> yeah what so when molly crew yeah when the dirt came out was it like last year i think or was it this year last year whatever they had the molly crew released like a soundtrack to it and they, they did some like original work whatever and then uh, they did a couple covers and like a virgin was one of those covers and it's like god awful Motley Crue covered like a virgin. Oh yes, this is true. And then they went on to have a track with a rapper on it, which is like okay. Hang on, this is breaking news for me. My God, you were out of the loop on the I dirt. I don't like Motley Crue. I'm sorry. I went and saw oh. them for their uh, farewell tour. Well, they're coming back now, so. Yeah, so that was a waste of time. I like like four Motley Crue songs. It's like if you like Guns N' Roses, you just wish their songs weren't so good. <laughs> I'm not taking anything away. I love Nicky Six. His work in 6 a.m. is bomb. Uh, Vince is a great studio singer. Can't sing live worth a fuck. Yeah. Okay, here we go. My God. This is fucking weird. Yeah, it's just like so weird. What the fuck? Rock of Vince sounds good in a studio where somebody can clean him up. Oh, yeah. You can clean the fat off him. 
Okay, that's enough. Ah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> huh. That happened. That'd be like Guns N' Roses covering a fucking uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart or a fucking Share song or some shit like that. Yeah, imagine Axel singing Believe. <laughs> oh, man. But hey, Vince sounds good in the studio. I'll give him that. His voice sounds like it always did. Maybe they'll be able to pull some of that studio magic on Axel in the next album if that ever happens. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, Vince sounds great, but then you see him live, he looks like, like, friggin' weighs about, like, two axles of now. Shit. (laughs) It looked like he ate Axl Rose and Ozzy Osbourne and Post Malone. uh, And uh, what's that one little skinny dude's name? Oh, Travis Scott? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's fucking weird. I, that one slipped <laughs> right past me. Like, I saw The Dirt. I loved the movie. It was a great movie. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Where was I? 1999. Okay. Do you recall when we did this segment last week on the show, before the Christmas special, how in 1999 uh, the woman broke into George Harris's home in Maui? Had oh, time yeah, to- yeah, yeah had time to cook herself a pizza and i said and i ended that news story with the incident was minor compared to what happened in george's home in england exactly one week later oh let's see let's see the, the, the week later aftermath george harrison was attacked by an intruder in his oxfordshire mansion at about 3 a.m uh, Michael Abraham, a 33-year-old uh, Liverpudilian, I don't know that word, some fucking place in England. St- Liverpudilian. Yeah, there you go. Uh, st- <laughs> st- <laughs> it just looks so weird on paper. Stabbed the, Anyway, he stabbed the motherfucker like a bunch of times in the chest. Uh, Holy shit. Harrison suffered from a collapsed lung, but eventually recovered from the womb. His attacker would later be found not guilty by reason of insanity. Less than two years after his trial, he was given a conditional discharge. So the fucker never even went to jail. Yeah, that sounds about white. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it happens over there, too. More than likely. (laughs) That's unfortunate. Let's see. This one's got the word Tina Turner in it, so maybe this one will make me feel better. In <laughs> 2000 was a very uh, successful year for many classic rockers, as Polestar to- Polestar's top ten list of tours showed that the number one concert draw was, can you guess? Tina Turner. That's right. Tina Turner. She earned eighty point two million from her twenty four twenty four seven farewell tour. What was that song she's saying again? Because I know so many. Oh, what's love got to do with it? Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, that was the one uh-huh. I was about to say. Yeah, that's a good song. Good song. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, you about ready to get started? Yeah, let's take a quick thirty seconds. I'd say, then we'll get into it. And we're back. And we're ready for the seeker, Chris. I'm ready. Let's do it. 
All right, so we're going to be using a version of the song from the Not In This Lifetime tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, was this Las Vegas? Uh, oh, I believe, no, I slipped in sending you the one from uh, the longest GNR show ever from the forum uh, at the end of 2017. It's from LA. Nice. All right. I noticed it sounded really good, like it was good and professional sounding, and Axel sounded on point. So, oh yeah, this was a it was broadcast on SiriusXM as well. Nice, nice. All right, here we go. <laughs> Sounds like he's about to shit himself. And then, like, he shit, he like, takes another shit, and he goes, I'm searching, Lord, ha! Relieved. <laughs> That's what I think it is. Um, I've noticed that they've sped it up a little bit. Yeah, I try to give, like, a more unique flavor to it, because, like, the original is, like, very fucking slow. Yeah. Well, it used to be when they played it uh, with uh, the old, weird to say, the old lineup with Tommy and them. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot slower than this, so... I mean, yeah. at least it sounds a little different. I don't hear yeah. Slash doing anything, though, that they... Or Duff or anybody doing anything that the other band didn't do. It doesn't you? If, if I didn't know Slash and Duff were playing on this, I couldn't tell. Yeah, it does sound like, like 2012. Why isn't it playing? Come on, now. Uh-oh. Is it bad that I have no idea who the fuck Timothy Leary is? Yeah, I don't know. Probably some like famous British dude. Oh. Probably think. somebody I'm going to get shit on for not knowing. Well, since I have my phone right here, I'll give it a quick look. Hang on. Well, while you do that, I'm going to go through what we've got so far. Let's see. I've looked under chairs. I've looked under tables. Tried to find the key to 50 million fables. They call me the seeker. I'm searching low and high. I won't get to get what I'm after till the day I die. Okay. All right. So we're putting together. This is the part where uh, I guess I'm going to try to uh, cobble together some kind of story about what this song's about. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what we come up with. Uh, he's, he's obviously looking for something. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a seeker and he's searching low and high. He asked Bobby Dylan, he asked the Beatles, he asked Timothy. He's looking for some drugs, man. Oh, definitely. Because actually, since on the, you just brought up Timothy Leary, uh, I looked him up here. Timothy Francis Leary was an American psychologist and writer known for advocating the exploration of the therapeutic potential of psychedelic drugs under control controlled conditions oh so he's trying he's to have a, a religious experience an acid trip and that's why he won't get to get what he's after till the day he dies yeah he's looking for some lucy in the sky with diamonds 
Oh, see, there we go. All right, let's get the let's get this on the road. Frank's drumming has gotten better on this, I've noticed. I think yeah. that's the part I'm enjoying the most. Mm. I agree. I'm going to spitball some facts while we're at it here. Um, All right. So this was first covered by GNR November 7th, 2012, during okay. that uh, Vegas residency, and it's basically become a setless staple since. Because if you look on setlist.fm, it's been played 215 times. Wow. Yeah. I know that it's one that fans have since gotten a little tired of. Yeah. Especially since it's been played since for like the last seven years. Yeah, just think, you could have played hard school. Atlas Shrugged. I know. Uh, Atlas was a little disappointing to me. I just I had something better. I mean, it's pretty bad when... It's, it's crazy when people are petitioning for you to play State of Grace at Lollapalooza next year. <laughs> I don't know if you that saw was, that. No, I haven't, but that song's rough. I think it's probably some Brazilians doing some crazy shit. Maybe it was from their personal stash. Could be. Could be. I think that version of the Seeker is probably the best version of the Seeker. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, like Gnard is a good cover of it, but the thing is, like, we've heard it so many damn times. It's just like no, I'm that particular recording. <laughs> that too, yes. Like, but. I don't want to hear it when I go see GNR live anymore. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I went to go see GNR live and I was like, man, I hope they play The Seeker. Yeah, like that should be put away for a good six months to a year and like pull it out of nowhere just because. Because then like I think people would appreciate it a little more. Yeah, I think so too. Well, uh, you want to spin the wheel? Yeah, actually, well... Before that, I was going to spit some more facts and begin oh, yeah. to ratings, whatever. Throw them at me, throw them at me. Let's do that. Yeah, so I remember, the, actually, I remember the first time I heard the original Seeker by The Who was in Guitar Hero 3, and it was in that yeah. game. That was pretty cool. Uh, it was also in Rock Band 4 and Grand Theft Auto 4, which is both, both fucking great games. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that song in there. Like, I had played through it before, but until mm. GNR started covering it, it didn't... It was one of those songs you got to play through to get to the next one. Mm-hmm. So. Ironic, it's, yeah. Because Guitar Hero 3 had Welcome to the Jungle and Slash. So, yeah. ooh. Six degrees of separation right there. I know, right? And to think, uh, didn't Axel sue them over... Uh, oh, over yeah, yeah. But he ain't going to win that shit. No, I think it's already over. I think he lost. Didn't he lose for taking say, too damn long to uh, to file the lawsuit? Probably. I don't even know, actually. we got to look into that. Yeah. That's what yeah. we ought to do. We'll put that up for yeah. a bonus show potential one day. 
Uh, yeah. The, for every the, lawsuit for or against <laughs> Axl Rose. Jeez, that would be a fucking six-parter. <laughs> Chapter one, and it's three hours long. <laughs> yeah, they'll just cover, like, the spaghetti incident. <laughs> <laughs> the Adler case. Um, did yes. you see, uh, I think GNR Central dropped a video uh, recently with the extra footage of the case from MTV News that hadn't been seen in years. Ah, I have to check that out. Because I know, I think they've done ones, like, with the, with, like, you know, Axel's old, old flames, you know, I think. Well, or, yeah, didn't they both, like, sue him for some shit? I don't know. Uh, probably. I got yeah, I know Stephanie sued. Seymour fucking did. <laughs> He's been sued so many times. Yeah, no wonder. That's, like, one of the many reasons probably why Chinese democracy wasn't released before, like, the end of, of the decade, you know, like... Just because he was busy dealing with a lot of the fucking lawsuits and court shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, though, some some more facts about the Seeker. It was not only covered by Guns and Roses, it was also covered by Rush, uh, the Black Crows, and the Rock and Tours. Ooh, I have to check out that Black Crows version. Yeah, yeah, they, it was they was performed as a live cover though. I think from what I gathered, it was just live on their like a, <clears throat> the 2006 tour. They covered well, it. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Did they? I wonder if they did a live album. I like the Black Crows. It's not something yeah, I'd they're reuniting to. again. I wouldn't listen to them like every day, but they're good. They're good. They're good filler songs for the iTunes Shuffle. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. You just push shuffle all and say, fuck it. Yeah. But if they're getting back together and they come to the St. Louis Amphitheater, I'll probably go see them. Because I have a feeling that's better. That They're one of those bands that's probably better live than they are on the radio anyway. Yeah, I think it's like a lot of bands, though. Well, ZZ Top especially. Not Motley fucking Crew, that's for sure. (laughs) No, yeah. If you want to see, like, someone's fat, drunk uncle sing... (laughs) Uh, hair metal sure man i know he's in bad health right now so i'm not making fun of him but have you seen uh have you seen what van halen looks like today have you seen them play yeah david lee roth looks like a an old lesbian (laughs) like a butch lesbian with a dyke haircut (laughs) oh come on man uh (laughs) eddie's whatever like i know he's going through shit so i can't really say much what I was so gonna like, say is they look like uh, they look like um, everybody you know, like mm-hmm. all of us together. All of our dads got together and started a Van Halen cover band. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at the what was it, Jimmy Fallon appearance? Where yeah, I think it was on Fallon. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where David Lee broke the shit out of his nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was when they released that. Yeah, it was 2012. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, if you check them out, they look like... Like I said, all of our dads got together and started the Van Halen cover band. Yeah. Like, and, and since then, never really been in the limelight, which, like, sucks. Because, like, dude, we people would love to see Van Halen again. I would, personally. Oh yeah, great band, great yeah, songs. At least one more album and just fucking ride off into the sunset, and then let David Lee Roth perform at fucking strip clubs in Vegas or whatever he fucking <laughs> does now. 
I'd like to see uh, Van Halen do a tour with Sammy Hagar and David Lee together. Oh, fuck. Ooh, I don't know. There'd be like, you have to put a boxing match, though, every night between David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar. Who was it that said this is the only business where people can't put their differences aside to make a whole lot of money? Oh, fuck, I remember. But, like, that is so true about rock and roll, man. (laughs) So, so many fucking egos. It's, like, hilarious because, like, I know, like, us as, like, pro wrestling fans, like, those people have fucking big egos. But, like, they put shit aside and made money. And then trusted each other to with their lives. Like, just go out and sing a couple songs. Mm. (laughs) They gave the person that they hate the most in the world that got out Mm. to the public that this beef is going on. And then they went to work with that person Mm. and put them in positions to take their life and get away with it. Pretty much. And made a lot of money from each other for doing it. I know Brett and Sean. Oh yeah. That was a prime example. I was going to say that. If they can have as many matches as they've had together, then there's not any fucking excuse why, like, David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar couldn't share a stage or at least take turns. Yeah, they could do, like, a whole, like, uh, like a a DLR, like a Diamond Dave set, whatever. And then they can yeah. go all Van Hagar and play, like, right now and all that stuff. Yeah, and then everybody can come back and play Panama and we'll go home. Oh, yeah. Do, like, an extra long encore or something. Yeah. It wouldn't be a bad idea. I'm down for that. That'd be the real best of both worlds tour. Oh, yeah. It'll never fucking happen. It won't because, unfortunately, the Van Halen brothers are fucking dicks. Yeah. But, you know, we wish them the best, there, even though they're in bad health right now. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, just ask Michael Anthony. He knows how much of a bunch of dickheads they are sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. He thinks the biggest dickhead in rock and roll. Oh, fuck. That's tough. That is tough. I want to uh, say, as bad as everybody I can think of is somebody I'm a mega fan of. Like, part of me wants to say uh, either Gene Simmons or Paul Stanley because of how much money or how they basically will do anything for money, you know? Yeah. But then at the same time, it's a fucking business, dude. Like, if somebody yeah, will buy something... like a business, but... If somebody mm. will buy something because you put your fucking face on it... <clears throat> Or your fucking logo on it. How's that any different than like Nike selling t-shirts? They're a fucking shoe company. Yeah, I was going to say, Kiss has sold the most like weird merch. And now like GNR is getting to that realm sort of as of this year we saw. So like, (laughs) but nothing will compare. Fucking sell the shit. Yeah. Then, I mean, Motley Crue had condoms. Yeah, that's part of, that was part of like their image and their brand. So like I guess like that kind of worked hand in hand. Uh, I think that's part of GNR's image too. Have you seen the music video? Yeah. It's so easy. Yes, very sleazy. <laughs> I love how that rhymed. Hey, I'm not a rapper. 
Uh, probably Kanye West. Probably the biggest. Well, he's not a rock star. Uh, I don't know. What is a rock star these days, anyways? It's, Somebody it's that all sings over the place rock. Now. If you just. Rap is just poetry with techno playing in the background. That is not rock. Anybody can do that. <clears throat> not anybody can write it. I'll give them that. Credit where it's due. That's some damn good poetry that they're reading. Yeah. But I refuse to call that anything except poetry with music being played in the with techno playing in the background. Mm-hmm. No, it's now Trap Beats, bro. It's 2019. Actually, 2020. Sorry. I'm an old man. God damn it, this kid. Except it's different. <clears throat> it's different. When my family said that my music was shit, I was listening to GNR and ACDC. Mm-hmm. This is real shit. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. different for them. Their music is crap. Yep. <laughs> and get a job. <laughs> oh, man. Generations never fucking change. Just go to the same cycle. Same shit. <laughs> Turn off that poetry, throw on <laughs> some good music, and go get a job. When I was your age, <laughs> I had a full-time job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This has been a and fun then the response is, then the response is, okay, boomer. <laughs> that's it. Mic drop. <laughs> uh, oh, well, you want to spin the wheel? Oh, let's get to the ratings first. The final ratings of 2019. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Bones, what do you give it? I'm trying to be impartial and not take into the fact that I'm sick of this being on the set list. Because this mm. particular recording that we listened to, mm. uh, Axel sounded especially good. Yeah, he sounded rather good, even though it sounds like he's taking a shit. But. Well, I mean, compared to the one on the uh, uh, the last, when they did the Seeker on the 2012 Sirius XM, that shit sounded horrible. Mm, yeah. And this version sounded particularly good for the recording. And just going by the recording alone, uh, and only taking that into consideration, mm, two point five. I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and go three. Mm. Two point uh, now. That's too generous. Two point seventy five. Yes. Uh, you know, I'll go. Oh, two two and a half seekers out of five. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. What do you Final guys think? Final episode of the year. Final episode. I know, it's our big season finale. We'll be back uh, next week, though, so, I mean, it's not like we're yes. getting uh, too... We're not going to be gone too long. Yeah. We're always here, you know, in your minds, in your hearts, in your thoughts. Oh, yeah. And with a bonus episode coming. Oh, that is coming very soon. Be on the lookout for that. Yeah. As and it stands Guns now, and Riots. Yeah. As it stands now, I think that's this week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it would be. So, yeah, it's coming very shortly. We didn't promise we would have it out quickly. 
Yeah. Oh shit, we gotta get that out in two days. Oh fuck. If we're gonna keep our schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Well. You you know, we promised you a bonus show. We didn't say when, but we said you'd get mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we keep our word, you know. Yeah. We try to at least. And that ain't a bad way to open uh the uh the season season finale yeah. then there's only a one day in between before our premiere only us yeah. hardest working the, motherfuckers in the business never mind that we took a vacation yeah. that you guys don't know about yeah it's, it's the soft premiere of uh of the new decade so yeah it's like when doctor who takes a uh takes a break and then they have a christmas special mm. oh yeah uh, except uh you know we're not taking any weeks off to you guys, we 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 did Damn take man. a vacation. Fuck, we're just gonna be we're just gonna shoot. I'm just gonna shoot straight with you right now. My ass is still on vacation as you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, yeah, December first, and you just said fuck it. It's Christmas here, anyways. <laughs> oh, I got a question. I Ooh. always wanted to ask a Canadian person. Do ask. What is Boxing Day? Oh, uh, dude, Boxing Day was like some like British holiday that just came over. Like just like they brought over it's like, oh yeah, whatever. And the Canadians are there. I don't know. Boxing Day it's like a it's a it's a shittier version of Black Friday basically. Let me look it up to be exact though. Cuz as a real Canadian, I don't even know what the fuck Boxing Day is. <laughs> Why do we celebrate Boxing Day? Oh, a Christmas box in Britain is a name for a Christmas present. Boxing Day was the day off for servants. And the day when they received a Christmas box from the master. Ah. Oh, okay. so that was the, the so Boxing Day. It was Christmas for slaves. Oh, were they slaves or were they servant people? Or like service people, as well, they called it? Well, they just called them servants. They're basically just fucking slaves with a nicer name. Now, some of them servants got paid. And got paid well. Like those butlers. Butlers were fucking expensive. Like those rich people that had... Uh, the giant mansions and stuff that uh, required servants to keep them like uh, people that were like lords and shit like that were all the time having to make uh, big public appearances and things like that. Most of those people were had retirement and everything. Mm, true. I mean, I'm sure it all worked a little differently than it did now, but like butlers and shit used to retire and would retire very wealthy, so a lot of them. So from what I've read... Mm-hmm. That could be total bullshit because I ain't no fucking historian. But yeah, uh, that's true. And I'm sure there were slaves too and shit like that back in those days. Oh, yeah. It's been a fucked up thing that we've been fighting for uh, to get rid of, even to this fucking day. So yeah, it's just under a new guise called internships. <laughs> I know, right? Thank you. As usual on this podcast, we're going all sorts of fucking places. I know, right? Get your shit together. Yeah, well, at least it's entertaining for us, I and mean, hopefully for you guys as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing for New Year's? <clears throat> Year's? Uh, just spending with my girlfriend. So. That's cool. Yeah, you know, it's the cool. first first time I got a lady friend around, so I got to enjoy it while it lasts, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. While you can. Here's this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, she was going to be like, Oh, my God, why did you tell everyone about her plans? I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, 
I am going to be in the Smoky Mountains. Actually, just shoot real with you. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm in the fucking Smoky Mountains right now. Probably high as shit. You're going to be fucking surrounded by clouds. Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Ooh. I'll be up there with my cousin. Mm. We uh, we used to pick on poor Keaton all the time. We were mean to that boy. Mean. Mm. We loved him. Yeah. We didn't love having to play with him. Like we was little. We was all little, and yeah, we'd go outside and her grandma would make us play with Keaton, and we'd be like, "Fuck!" Oh, so, this guy again. I remember the funniest one. We had water guns. We'd gotten some super soakers for. Uh, uh, I think it was my birthday or something. I got a super soaker, and Ryan brought his over too. And they were the ones with the big tanks that could hold a lot of water. And then we were going to go outside, and we were going to have a water gun fight with each other. And my grandma's like, take Keaton. We we don't want to take Keaton. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got to play with Keaton, too. So I looked at Ryan. Ryan looked at me and said, and he was like, and give him a water gun. (laughs) I looked at Ryan. I was like, he ain't getting mine. And Ryan was like, he ain't getting mine. So I said, I got this. So we looked in the toy box, and we found one of those little Dollar General squirt pistols. (laughs) <laughs> it shoots out about a foot and a half from the gun. <laughs> Holds about a fourth of a cup of water. It's like a little tiny squirt pistol. And uh, we gave Keaton that. He's like, what am I supposed to do with this? And then we start pumping our guns and said, run. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the kid's fucking traumatized <laughs> and when my grandma he came running back and crying to my grandma she thought we threw him in the lake out back <laughs> oh my god and all we did man we was hose that boy down he'd fall down we'd stand over just squirting him right in the face and then he'd get up and he'd finally get up and go running some more he leave he didn't squirt that pistol at us not one time. He dropped it long before we got done hosing his ass down. Oh, man. Then, <laughs> what's funny is a couple of years later, see, Keaton moved away for a little while, and we didn't see him for a couple of years. And uh, then uh, we got together for Christmas, and me and Ryan was like, oh, yeah, Keaton's coming. I was like, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, get ready for it. Because by this point, we were all older anyway. Like, yeah, mm. this will be interesting. This will be fun. They, their car. I remember the car pulled up. We're standing outside expecting a little bitty Keaton because he was always the little one to get out of the car. And then this mm. motherfucker gets out of the car and he's bigger than both of us. Oh my god! Because we were smiling like we were going, we were going to mess with him or something. Then as we got to smiling and he started uh, to cast a shadow over us, we were like, "Oh Uh-oh. shit!" Roll reversal. Oh. These days are done. <laughs> yep. Those days are over. You're like, hey, buddy. How you doing there? We missed you. <laughs> Love you. I take it all back. <laughs> oh, he's still my favorite cousin. That has been for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally get to spend time with outside the family, which I never get to see, except on mm-hmm. Christmas, so. All right, now let's spin the wheel. Are you ready to spin the wheel? Let's spin it for the final time of 2019. Let's do it. All right, let's find out what is going to be the first Guns N' Roses song of 2020. Let's do it. 
All right. Well, even with all of the uh, uh, additions we've put in, we're still getting in familiar territory. We're going back uh-huh. to the spaghetti incident for attitude. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, gosh. A Duff McKagan track. Yeah. I've been looking forward to some of these Duff tracks. I've been, every time we've done this, well, both times that we've done this, since we've... Uh, since we've added, so it, well, it's down to 430 songs now. But Ooh. since we added the uh, all of the the solo songs, I keep hoping to get a Duff McKagan track because I've been really. I want to check these out, but at the same time, and like Adler's Appetite and stuff like that. But at the same time, I want something on this show that when we listen to it, I've never heard it before, and I won't come into yeah. it knowing what to knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Spaghetti Incident, though, is, like, still pretty foreign to me, because, like, I, I only listened to, like, maybe half of it, or, like, like maybe, like, three, I've listened to the whole album of it, but, like, yeah, I listened to it, like, very, like, barely, like, or, like, well, here not, and there. It's not like Appetite for Destruction, where every song's a fucking winner. Yeah, where you can listen, I think, front to back, like, 27 times in a row. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's not a bad record. Yeah, we looked like back at the last like couple songs we did. We did what? Since I don't have you, we did even did Black Leather. Like Black Leather is low key a fucking great cover. Yeah. And like, thanks to this podcast, like I fucking discovered what Black Leather was. Yeah. Uh, this that will be our third. Episode. Yeah, we're almost. <clears throat> we've almost done as many songs from uh, Spaghetti Incident as we have from Chai Dim now, haven't we? <clears throat> Actually, I think we no. We did. We did Prostitute. Sorry. No, we did four from China. Street James and uh, Catcher in the Rye. Okay. And then from uh, Spaghetti Incident, we've done, since I don't have you, mm-hmm. Black Leather, and then Attitude next no, week. Attitude next week, yeah. Okay. Hm. Yeah. Well, that'll be an interesting episode. Won't be a long one. It's a short Definitely. Song. Yeah. Good way to kick off 2020 with. Uh, some old spaghetti incident. Oh yeah, oh yeah! I'm really excited for it, especially because I love the Misfits too. So. Oh yeah, it was about the Misfits. Yeah. Oh yeah, Misfits cover. My fucking uh, attitude. Uh, do you have anything you want to add before we go? I don't know. I just want to, you know, hope everyone had a great, you know, Christmas holidays, whatever you celebrated. Uh, stay safe. Have a happy fucking New Year. And we will hope to hear you all in 2020. Damn right. We'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Yes. Peace. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.